evening on India Decides, Bengal's cheat funds are now cheat funds. The kingpin is arrested in Kashmir. But when will investors get their money back? That's the big question we'll debate on the show later tonight. But first, the top story. Breaking more details of the affidavit the CBI is meant to get to the Supreme Court on Friday. Details about whether this their status report into the coal scam was tampered with by the law minister and prime minister's office officials. Barkha Dat has more on that. Barkha, what are the details unfolding on the story? A story that could actually cost the law minister his job. Absolutely, Sonia. At this moment, it looks like what the CBI tells the Supreme Court later this week will seal the fate of law minister Ashwini Kumar mm -hmm. with there being a near consensus now within political circles that his continuing as law minister has become untenable. Fresh details coming in at this point. Highly placed sources confirming to us that the CBI is all set to confirm to the Supreme Court that the law minister did in fact propose a series of alterations to the CBI's report on coal allocation and the absence of transparency in that process. Remember, this is crucial because the Prime Minister was in charge of the coal portfolio. We are being told by our sources that the CBI will concede to the court that alterations were proposed by the Minister. These alterations will be detailed in that affidavit placed by the CBI before the Supreme Court. But Sonia, and this is important, at the same time, the CBI is set to argue that it did not accept any substantive changes proposed by the Minister even though his suggested changes were also forwarded to officials in the Prime Minister's office. In other words, this controversy is now going beyond the law ministry. It's drawing in officials of the Prime Minister's office. We have now confirmation from sources that the CBI will be telling the court that although alterations were proposed, these were not accepted. The BJP has seized this moment. The leader of the opposition, Arun Jaitley, is now saying this isn't just about the law minister. It's about the Prime Minister's office as well. And in fact, he spoke to me earlier and made the point that there is now reasonable evidence to suggest that the PMO officials are involved as well. And all correspondence, including emails that seem to have discussed what that report should say eventually on coal allocations by the CBI, these are emails and this is correspondence that must be made public immediately. Arun Jaitley, it is our information from sources, because nobody is speaking officially, that the affidavit that the CBI will submit in court uh, later this week, in fact on Friday, will make the point that attempts were made, the law minister did propose alterations, these alterations will be detailed, but that the CBI will argue that its eventual report on coal allocation was independent, it will be a strong report, it will damn the non-transparent process of allocations and thereby the CBI will make the argument that although alterations were proposed, these alterations were not accepted. Is this a line of argument that will be acceptable because it states that while an interference attempt may or may not have been made, alterations were proposed but the agency rejected them. Now let me assume your information to be correct. Then was it a successful attempt at interference or was it a failed attempt? Now this can't be decided on basis of the affidavit alone. The documents on which the affidavit is based Certainly, they have not evaporated. They have not been destroyed. The uh, strength of technology is that they'll all be the emails will all be on their uh, uh, softwares, and therefore all that information must be retrieved. And what is the possible affidavit of the CBI director has to really culminate out of what those original documents are, what those changes are. So the next logical step has to be that those documents, the original report and the change report and the emails exchanged between the government and the CBI, they will prove the factum of an attempted interference. Now to what extent that interference succeeded will be clear from the reading of those documents. The government certainly can't conceal all this. So, Sonia, you can you can see there that the opposition is, in fact, widening the net of attack and mm. saying that the PMO and officials from the Prime Minister's office have been involved in these discussions with the CBI and all correspondence on the subject must be made public. Nobody in the government is talking officially. They're all hedging their bets till that affidavit is placed before the Supreme Court on Friday. And, of course, uh, on this, the 2G scam, there's also the JPC uh, drama unfolding. Barkha. So, we've seen Parliament completely disrupted today. And this is, of course, a key session, you've got uh, key financial bills to be passed as well. That seeming increasingly unlikely is the opposition smelling blood here. 
Absolutely. In fact, the 2G House panel has split down the middle, uh, Sonia, and the Samajwadi Party is threatening to actually not support the government mm -hmm. on the JPC report, uh, which has been uh, looking into the 2G scam, saying that A. Raja, the former telecom minister, must be given a chance to depose before it. The numbers, the way they're stacking up, is actually dead heat in that House panel on the 2G scam. The BJP is sensing an, op uh, an opportunity here, so is the rest of the opposition, and no surprise then that we have seen a series of disruptions and Arun Jaitley confirming to me that if this JPC report is adopted, he said there will be a serious showdown in Parliament. The BJP's parliamentary party today has resolved that in the light of this series of scams, it is high time and the brazen way in which the government has sought to suppress the truth from coming out. Dr. Manmohan Singh must resign. There are reasons for demanding his resignation. I do not think it is totally out of tune. The Prime Minister is guilty of dereliction of duty on a number of accounts. He has not been doing his job. He has failed to keep his commitment to the country. So from left to right, the opposition demanding the Prime Minister's resignation, Sonia Gandhi had a three-word answer to that demand, let them ask. Dismissing that demand, but brave words there, because remember, the government still has to get the finance bill through all this chaos. Sonia, it's back to you. Barkha, the only relief is, that, of course, that it's a government holiday tomorrow. So one day's reprieve for the government. Let's see what happens on Thursday. Thanks very much for joining us with that update. But let's move across to our big debate tonight on the show. The man behind the Sarda Group, which owns the CHIT Fund or the multi-level marketing schemes that has virtually collapsed in West Bengal, leaving thousands and thousands of investors and agents penniless. He's now been arrested along with two senior people of his group in Kashmir. This issue has dominated West Bengal politics because at stake, as I said, are thousands of people's life savings which have just completely disappeared. A woman has already killed herself over this and fresh reports coming in of attempted suicides. Shudip Sen, chairman of the Sarada group and his right-hand woman Devjani Mukhopadhyay arrested in Sonmarg in Jammu and Kashmir at least a week after the collapse of the Sarada Chit Fund that has left lakhs and lakhs of fund collection agents and depositors out on the streets. Devjani had apparently absconded in March itself. Shudip went missing from early April incommunicado since the 13th. Whatever indications the, uh, the West Bengal police gave to us, that was ascertained. And after we got satisfied, these must be the three suspects, then only they were detained. In Kolkata, a collective sigh of relief from Mamta Banerjee down to the police, tasked with finding Shudipto, even as news came in that one woman, a Sarada agent in Bengal's Murshidabad district, had swallowed a bunch of sleeping pills in an attempt to kill herself. On Sunday, Urmila Pramanik, a domestic help who had deposited 30,000 rupees in Sarada, set herself on fire and died of burns. For the thousands of Sarada's fund collection agents out on the streets the last few days, the arrests are some vindication. But theirs and the investors' money is gone, as the Chief Minister bluntly pointed out. <laughs> None of the agents smelt a rat, completely misled by glossy brochures and big talk and the seeming support to Sarada by Trinamool MPs like Kunal Ghosh and Satabdi Roy and even Mamta Banerjee. The allegations are totally baseless and false because I was just uh, a salaried journalist there. I was not at all a director or owner or shareholder like that. So what was the scam? Conservative estimates put the money involved to above 4,000 crore rupees, but the official figure says 1,200 crores. An army of fund collection agents worked for Sarada, 2.5 to 3.5 lakh strong. They got commissions ranging from 15 to 40 percent. You could invest as little as 100 rupees, and the returns promised 15 percent to a phenomenal 50. And what did Sarada promise? Land? or if Sarda failed to deliver, cash. Holidays at hotels, or if the holidays didn't work out, cash. And what was the modus operandi? Sarada did not create any assets from which it earned profits to pay depositors. It merely collected money from A and paid off dues to B. And why did Sarada collapse when it did? No clear answers. Some say the money inflow dried up because of a crackdown by SEBI and RBI. 
So the modus of taking from A and paying B did not work anymore. Others say a huge number of policies held by depositors were beginning to mature and Sarada just did not have the money to pay up. So checks started bouncing and the house of cards collapsed. With Tejas Mehta, Nazir Masoodi and Monadipa Banerjee, Anusya Mathur for NDTV. So a classic Ponzi scheme there, Get Rich Quick, which is now all collapsed, taking the dreams and life savings of thousands of people. And again, these are people who are poor. They've invested their life savings as little as 100 rupees, as our report pointed out. But joining me first on this uh, political debate, I'm joined by Shogut Roy of the Trinamool Congress. I'm also joined by Dhir Ranjan Chaudhary of the Congress, uh, Minister of State for Railways. I'm also joined by Ryan Karanjiwala, senior corporate lawyer. But Shogut Roy, across to you first, good news that the man in charge of this has been arrested. But the worrying aspect in what Mamta Banerjee just said, the money that has gone has gone. Isn't it the state government's responsibility to make sure that these investors, these agents get their hard-earned money back? No, that is hardly the state government's responsibility under any law. In fact, the state government, as per present law, has no powers even to confiscate or uh, take over the assets. Last time this sort of thing happened during Shanchaita investments collapse mm -hmm. in the 80s. It was the High Court which appointed a receiver and then a liquidator who sold part of the assets to pay to the depositors. So the state government has already got Shudipto Shen arrested. It has closed down all the business. But for the perfides of a few, the state government cannot take this enormous burden and neither is it entitled to do so. So you are saying legally the their hands are only, tied, it's, only, it's up to the high court, it's up to the receiver, it's up to regulatory officials like SEBI, but the moral responsibility, Nadir Ranjan Chaudhary come in there because the state congress, uh, the left also in the state has been attacking the Trinamool saying that why this has happened is because Mamta Banerjee and the Trinamool were close to the promoters of the Sarda group. The Trinamool has said that's not true. This came up in the left regime. Go ahead, Mr. Chaudhary. See, uh, we should not indulge ourselves in uh, blaming the past game mm -hmm. right at this uh, very strange situation when, when lakhs of small investors are, are, are on the verge of being collapsed, even attempt to commit suicides are being reported and uh, there is virtually an anarchy now being prevailed uh, in the state of West Bengal. So at this uh, point of time the government should not sark its responsibility by heaping the blame on any predecessor or successor because everybody in West Bengal knows that the ruling regime, uh, Trinamul Congress, was very much in close proximity with the promoter of the Sarada group that is called, that is, that, 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 his name is Mr. Sudip Sen. Yes, it is right that the cheat fund or Ponji scheme or yes. any other nomenclature, these kind of organizations uh, have been in the existence in West Bengal since 80, a number of fraudulent incidents took place earlier also. But the fact is neither the left regime nor the Tinamul regime have taken any lesson, have learnt any lesson no, and neither, uh, neither has the central government as they point out that they point out that shouldn't the Ministry of Corporate Affairs and the Serious Frauds Organization have done this? Is it fair to just blame the state parties? <coughs> it is already uh, you you, uh, you have already stated that it is due to the pressure mounted by SEBI and other regulated RBI uh, serious fraud investigation office over the last few months have been mounted upon this kind of organizations and uh, it is uh, very sorry to state that everybody knows uh, except the state government that this kind of uh, fraudulent activities are going on in the state of West Bengal. Actually, every uh, the monitoring, yes, monitoring of the, on the, on the, on the points you raised, Mr. Chaudhary. 
Yes, I just want to ask the person because let, let me just ask you specifically, Mr. Shoguturoy, when we talk the Trinamool connections, the Trinamool connection, of course, is that Kunal Ghosh was the media director of the media of the television channels of Sada Group. When Madan Mitra is the head of the employees union, he's a state transport minister, he's the head of the employees union of the Sada Group. Mamta Banerjee has been photographed attending functions of various other aspects of the Sada Group. Many ask the question, why was the Sada Group anyway given such free reign under the Trinamool Congress? In fact, small investors say that we thought this had the backing of the state government. We thought with all these powerful politicians, this group would be safe. Now, where do we go to get our money back? They don't know what the High Court and SEBI, etc. They're looking at your government. No, that would be a mistake if they look to our government. When they did Mamta Banerjee tell anybody to invest money in Sarada group? So, these are efforts to link Trinamool wrongly to the Sarada group. These are not sophisticated investors who are looking at the uh, prospectus and going through. These are, these are people extremely poor. As I said, they're rickshaw pullers, they're domestic helps, they're daily wage workers. These are not sophisticated investors who are asking, um, uh, you know, where, where's the best place to put our money? They see this as a group backed by the chief minister and the state government. No, no. This chief minister and state government cannot stand guarantee for any group of investors. But I fully sympathize with these poor people who out of ignorance or greed or due to persuasion by agents deposited their life savings. My heart goes out to them. But the main responsibility for preventing these sort of cheat fund operations lie with the central government because the three regulators the Reserve Bank of India, SEBI, the Company Law Board and the Corporate Affairs Ministry with the uh, Office of Serious Frauds. Mm -hmm. They should have stopped these operations before. I remember that on 18 December, speaking on the uh, Company Laws Bill, I said that I said चीट फंड के खिलाफ कदम उठाइए अबाउट सचिन पायलट मैं समझता हूं कि सीरियस बात है हजारों लाखों स्मॉल डिपॉजिटर को पैसा इसमें जमा हुआ है और कोई नहीं जानता है कि कब ये Asset disproportionate to income. Why didn't the income tax rate them? The central government has been sleeping over this whole matter, which is why the Sharada group proliferated and the Ponzi schemes have proliferated not only in West Bengal but also in Kerala. Of course, Tamil Nadu, 18th December, so the Sharada group's house of cards had already begun crumbling. Let me get in Mohammed Salim on this point because again, Mamta Banerjee in a press conference and the Trinamool is also released today the 10 things it wanted to know about shit funds but didn't know who to ask, squarely blaming the left, making the point that this group had first come up, it was backed by the left. They said the then left chief minister had been at inaugurations. How is it in the last 30 years the left let these shit funds flourish in West Bengal and you're seeing the fallout of that today. It's not that the Sarda group came up overnight. You see, what happened yesterday, Mamta Banerjee and his, her government, instead of taking responsibility, they tried to just shift the responsibility. And I'm sorry that you are buying that argument. Throughout the country, this kind of sham economic uh, activities are going on in the name of cheat fund, non-banking finance companies, and Reserve Bank, SEBI, the finance department, the serious fraud investigation organization, the company affairs department, what they were doing for last 30 years since 1980s, CPIM and the left inside parliament, outside parliament and the left government is taking action and asking the government of India to take action. But for as far as for 2003, we have enacted and sent a bill to the center, but till now they have not given as a consent. Instead, you see the letter of Sudipto Sen, they have bribed the big wigs, political big wigs sitting in Delhi and Calcutta and not cheap minister saying they didn't know. But unfortunately, no, but those who are operating this his claim. It's not and SCB. those who are cheating, yes. it's a convergence. Listen, no, listen to me, Sanya. There's a convergence of these political cheaters 
and these economic cheat funds it's a they are complementing and supplementing each other in the name of so called parivartan and change this fi the financial companies they have helped them and the politicians uh, the trinamool congress mps mlas ministers chief ministers they have given given credence now they are saying we have not asked the uh, investors to deposit but they have given credence to these sham operations and chief minister has given all their dream projects to these sarda group and not only sarda group there are 73 companies promoted by these no, agents this no, company but my mom is saying that you said no but what did your say government do you said you said 2003 you wrote to the president the bill is pending for assent did you issue a warning did your state government issue warning for these kid funds no you didn't they did not do anything they did not do anything how can you blame the trinamool which has been in power for two years sania yes sania sania the sarda group company started in 2006 mm-hmm. it flourished in from 2007 no, no, and in 2008 the government of india we have complained against this agent this company and when this by elections parliamentary elections lok sabha was financed by these companies the central government because congress and trinamool had this adjustment in the lok sabha election they refused to take any action and that's why only in last year november when in parliament when in assembly we tried to raise this we were stopped and when state government has inquired into and submitted this report to the central government prime office this was fraud company but the government because of the political coalition compulsion they refused to take action and trinamool government for last 6 months tried to stop the investigation process by the central government they have not taken Let any action now the left party is simply uh, resorting to a fig leaf in order to hide their uncouth face actually during their regime in west bengal those cheat fund promoters were the pampered boys who used to contribute huge sum to the coffer of the party so now you cannot deny the uh, uh, you cannot deny your role in promoting the cheat fund organization in the state of west bengal because you have ruled west bengal for more than 34 years and before so stop you to investigate before just listen to me before even now before before tirumul you are before tirumul you were the ally of congress party see mr selim before tirumul you were the ally of congress party why did you not mount your political pressure upon the central government to unearth the uh, activities the nefarious activities being committed by the cheat fund organizations second thing now the present regime yes. now the chinamul congress they are they are simply uh, i mean running with the hare and hunting with the hound because on the one hand they are shedding crocodile tears for the common people but on the other hand they are protecting the promoter On, on on the excuse that what ha- what has been done has been done this is going to go to comply you are going to go to some investors take but first i just want to get some perspective from outside perspective from a corporate lawyer who's been actually studying this aspect as well the larger issues raised here and this is not unique to west bengal these are these get rich quick scheme we've seen them reported from andhra pradesh we've seen them reported from uttar pradesh the issue the larger issue of Does there have to be political connivance for these funds to flourish like they do? And is it all right for the Trinamool uh, Congress representative to say, "Look, it's not eventually our responsibility. This is about the RBI and SEBI, and why aren't they cracking down?" Is it possible for central no. regulators to actually look at <laughs> funds which actually See, start off quite small and then fund. develop into thousands of crores, so-called assets of thousands of crores? Sonia, let me answer it. There are two kinds of cheat funds which you have to remember. One, if there is something like a lottery. or a ponzi scheme then it is specifically banned under what is called the price cheats and money circulation scheme banning act 
there are certain funds, uh, chit funds which are legitimate. They are made legitimate under the Chit Funds Act. And contrary to what was already said on TV, the responsibility of regulating that particular chit fund is with the state government. It's not with the central government. That kind of chit fund can only come about with the sanction of the state government. That kind of, and there is an obligation on the state government, which hasn't been done in this case, to ensure that the person who runs the chit fund does not run any other business. The whole purpose of that chit fund is this, that you collectively collect money from people. Mm -hmm. They all deposit a certain amount and then periodically they get that whole chit minus a certain discount yes. and they are obliged also to continue to contribute to the chit till the rest of the tenure. And the obligation therefore, and there is a specific prohibition, state governments can only have to give sanction in very few and limited cases mm -hmm. for the person to go and put the money in anything else. The money normally has to be secured by being put in a bank deposit and then that is how the chit fund functions. Here we find yeah. that what has happened is that this Sada group was running construction, mm -hmm. was running reality, was running a media company. All of this is not, uh, is not, is frowned upon, should be banned and hasn't been done so by the state government. And successive state governments, I think that's the point we made. No, 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 that's right. state so, so the first yeah. point if is, that so and, yeah, and what I is worse is that you point. know that people so who are yeah. investing in a chit fund are people who are not that off with the law, where are people who are not that conscious and clear about what their rights are in case things go bust. At that stage for different political parties to lend their voice or lend their uh, to stand behind such a chit fund is bound to create in people's minds an expectation that if the chit, the chit fund will not collapse because it has the protection of the state government. You had a Trinamool, you had a Trinamool MP see, as a brand ambassador see, for Sada Group, uh, uh, Mr. Shogutaroy, you have a Trinamool MP as brand ambassador. No, now surely no, she, no, please Sonia listen to me now. Yes. The Trinamool MP Shatabdi Rai, a noted actress, has already denied that she has been a brand ambassador. She has denied it totally and we have to take, take her for what she says. I just heard Mr. Karanjawala, I have uh, told that he is a top corporate lawyer, but he does not know the way in which these companies function. In West Bengal, all these companies did not register themselves as cheat funds. They registered themselves as a company with the company logo originally. And now it can be even done online. And then they started this various scheme. Sarda Group had over 200 different companies registered under different names. That's why I've been telling the Corporate Affairs Minister time and again, even when he went to Calcutta a month back, that you take action under the Serious Fraud Investigation Office because they are violating the conditions under which the registration of these firms as a comp in the company logbook was given. And to answer to Mr. Answer to Mr. Salim, mm -hmm. I may mention that between March 1 and April 15, 2013, Ganoshokti, the CPM newspaper in West Bengal, received rupees 27 lakhs in chit fund advertising. Some 80% of its ad revenue comes from chit fund. So this is the political version of the paid media. The fact is, Tirumul Congress does not have a daily paper, so it could not be his master's voice. That have to so say, say is a valid media, but he has proposed it. He asked to go to those companies, to watch only those television channels. Now you listen. Mamta Banerjee is sponsoring these companies. He said, she why said, you want this these television channels owned by Sarda. You read these newspapers, no, no, no. these newspapers if, which are run if, by Sarda group. No, please. And now you are talking about advertisement. Please listen to me. And see, you know, government of government has yes. given advertisement. You, you can find out for last 22 months how much money government of West Bengal has given to these companies. No, you find And they have given your job to find. As the political it. back and forth goes, basically no one is taking responsibility for those, the investors, the agents. Let me go across now to Monidipa Banerjee. So we actually has two the agents. Law has We've seen given, that the law agents has have been the brunt of the, uh, the law has firing line because they are the ones who have been facing threats from our investors who want their money back. One agent has already committed yeah. uh, suicide. Monidipa Banerjee, over to, I, I think know. one of the agents we have with you is a young girl, a college student who has a liability now of 40 lakhs. Go ahead, Monidipa. And you've been hearing the debate, no. everybody is saying that look, 
the investors should have known better the state government can't take responsibility this is something that the center the sbi rbi should have dealt with what do the investors and agents tell you on the ground do they buy this let me just go straight across to the agents that i have and interestingly all these agents that you see around me are also investors in sharda mm -hmm. so not only do they have a huge liability to sort of pay back their customers they also have invested in the company and now they have gone bust these two little kids that you see around me his name incidentally is amit mitra and this is paronita they are grandchildren of this woman reba who went and started working with sharda about a year and a half ago uh, आप बताएं कि आपको कितना पैसा शारदा में आपने कितना पैसा डाला शारदा में हम मिलके हमारा भागने मिलके हमारा भागना मिलके हम लोग तीनों मिलके डेढ़ कोटी तक डाला है डेढ़ कोटी उसका ऊपर तो कम नहीं होगा हमारा जो भागनी है वो हमारे सीनियर है हम उसका अंदर ही काम करता है टोटल डेढ़ कोटी का ऊपर होगा तो कम नहीं होगा तो और कितना आपने उठाया कस्टमर से कितना उठाया सब कस्टमर का ही उठाना पैसा है डेढ़ कोटी जब हम लोग का बात दिया चोर दिया अब सरकार कहती है कि उसका कोई रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी नहीं, नहीं है सरकार नहीं बोल रहे तो हम लोग नहीं सुनेगा मदन मित्र है कुणाल घोष है अमित मित्र है और जो तृणमूल का जो मुख्यमंत्री है उन्होंने भी था बहुत सारी मीटिंग में हमारी बहुत सारी मीटिंग में था उन्होंने खुद बोला हम है इसमें शारदा बहुत अच्छा कंपनी है आप लोग पैसा आराम से डालिए कोई पैसा चोट नहीं जाएगा there you have it from reba and this young girl over here she has quite a story to tell she is manisha haldar she is a student of mathematics at jadavpur university mm -hmm. third year and to sort of make ends meet in her family she also started working as an agent in 2009 and did very well aap bataye ki aapne kitna deposit uthaya हमारा तो जो घर में जो पैसा है तो वहाँ पर भेज दिया हमारा तो कितना डिपॉजिट उठाया कस्टमर से कस्टमर से डेढ़ लाख रुपया हो गया डेढ़ लाख डेढ़ लाख हो गया डेढ़ क्रॉक होगा तो कॉर्स होगा बट हमारा तो एक एक का आदमी है पचास लाख का इतना ज्यादा पैसा उठाया पब्लिक के हम कैसे हमारे दिमाग में नहीं आता जो इसके पास कैसे जाओ मुख देखकर क्या होगा और आपने अपने आप कितना पैसा डाला शारदा में हमारा हमारा नेक्स्ट सात तारीख में एक डिपोजिट किया हमारा है एक लाख रुपया हमारा तो हमारा घर से सात लाख रुपया हो गया ओके मनीषा आपने ये पैसा शारदा में क्यों डाला बैंक में क्यों नहीं डाला इतना बड़ा बड़ा नेता एम पी एम एल ए हमारा पास है जो बोलता है स्टेडियम में जो हम आपका साथ है जो शारदा है आपका सुदीप्त सन हमारा आपका पास एक लोगो है जो आपका जेट आपके पास जो छाता में रहता है शारदा कौन कौन नेता ममता बनर्जी ममता बनर्जी मुकुल मुकुल सुदीप कुणाल घोष और मुकुल राय यहाँ पर मौजूद है हम और और आपको शारदा से बैंक से ज्यादा पैसा मिल रहा था हाँ बट बहुत ज्यादा होगा इसलिए हम तो घर पर आदमी कंपनी making the point mukul roy they said now for them this is the association they made now we can turn around and say logically this makes no sense but politically and morally there is a huge responsibility the state government is bearing they are telling you why they trusted this company it's not me telling you it's not no, modipa no. they are telling you why they trusted this company no 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 sonia they went to sarda for greed now for safety in their own minds safety of their own deposit they are naming this leaders can they say that any of these leaders i don't know about kunal ghosh about the others have they ever told anybody to invest in sarda just because somebody yeah. attended a function doesn't mean that you put your hard earned money instead of bank or a post office into a investment fund people in west bengal know the history of sanchaita which closed down people in west bengal know the history of sanchaini overland verona so many 
Cheat one switch operated during left front regime which closed down. Are you talking about the different for educated class? They are saying that presence gives credibility. Your argument is it doesn't. No one asked and put money. Let me get an Omprakash Mishra, the West Bengal Congress, who also has joined us now, and we'll go across then after that to Amitabh Thakur from Lucknow. But Omprakash Mishra. The point which Shogutura is sticking to, and he's uh, sticking to it uh, despite all those uh, statements, saying that look, we never asked them to invest money in Sada Group. They've done it in their own responsibility. How can you expect us to be liable? Shogutura is a very erudite person, nice person, but whatever he is saying is complete false. The falsity he is trying to perpetuate. Each and every one. Uh, Knows here in West Bengal that the Sarada group has been very actively promoted, patronized by the Trinamool Congress government and the party. Party oh. workers at each and every level here in West Bengal, they are very much associated with the uh, Sarada group. The uh, top leadership of the Trinamool Congress, they have been given protection, and the Sarada group has gone into the print media, gone into the television, and then day in and day out, only thing that they have actually been doing is to. Uh, Lambast the opposition and and indulge in character assassination in favor of the Trinamool Congress government. But then, of course, the SEBI has started, uh, started taking action. RBI governor was uh, he has said that the state government has to take action. The SEBI also had given uh, letters. Mamta Banerjee has accepted it. But now everybody is very worried. Mamta Banerjee has said whatever is lost is lost. And that is something that in West Bengal we cannot accept because huge number of people they have now been very badly affected, poorly, uh, poor people they are, and Trinamool Congress party offices are being seized by the agents. Why the agents and the depositors they are going to the Trinamool no, party office? No, and Mr. Mukunda, he is actually uh, meeting up. Yeah. I, I would like to make a last point. Yes. Where is Dr. Amit Mitro? Where is the finance minister of West Bengal? What is he doing? Why is he not coming? Uh, well, uh, the chief minister has come place. out in that sense, Why and her house is actually surrounded by those agents. But that is also very important. But uh, Ryan, you wanted to make a quick point. I, I wanted to make one point, which is Mr. Sugotharai just pointed out. Why just pointed out? that West Bengal has had a series of such chit funds which have ended in scams. That's all the more reason why people who are, hold high political office shouldn't be seen to be associated with such a chit fund in any way whatsoever. And if you are associated, then you should ensure that that chit fund has uh, functions with the utmost amount of probity. After all, if a state has been engulfed in scam after scam after scam concerning a particular chit fund, why should people from a political party lend their credence to that particular chit fund? Or, or work even in a group of the thing, a media group of it. But let me go to Amitabh Thakur, IPS officer there who's been fighting no, no, against. MP has written, our MP has written I, want to I want to broaden this aspect. Uh, this is I not just about West Bengal. This is also about the similar schemes. They call multi-level yeah. marketing, not chit funds to escape that regulation. Multi-level marketing schemes are happening across the country. And of course, the whole issue of Sahara, which came up originally from chit funds, but now is expanded to so many other diversified business. Now, Mr. Thakur, I don't have anyone from Sahara on the program, so I'm not getting into the specific allegations. But the larger point being made that when you have politicians associated with a particular group, and especially when the investors, as we know, are often amongst the poorest of the poor. In fact, Subrotha Roy has prided himself on how he's given daily wage laborers even. He's taken their investments and he maintains that his uh, Sahara is financially sound. But do you think there's an issue of a political nexus here which needs to be very carefully looked at? We look at financial regulation, but we don't look at the political nexus at all and that's what needs to be addressed. See, the point is that what actually happens is uh, uh, like they are saying party A says that party B is to be blamed and this goes on. But the fact is like recently Mr. Subrata Roy had a party at his house and it is said that 192 or something of that kind that amount of MPs went to that place, a very large number of ministers went to that place and they were from all political parties. Mm -hmm. what, what, what is being said I completely agree is that when, when you lend your credence, when, when you get associated with these people, you shall also initially yeah. ensure that where you are going, what you are doing is not something which is later going to be 
something which is anti-people, which is going to get the people feel cheated. That is one aspect where, where most of the politicians, it seems, uh, they are not very conscious initially and when something adverse happens later on, they start saying that uh, we just went there because we are, we are political people. Political people somehow have got some kind of a clout uh, and uh, 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 one would humbly request them that they shall use their clout, their social position with much of uh, probity and only after having taken all the due care instead of just lending it to one and all sundry and later on saying that it was just a coincidence. In fact, this is get, something let me get Mohammed Salim in on that aspect because the left attack but we've seen that this has become very personal around Mamta Banerjee. Mamta Banerjee is seen as a larger than life chief minister and we've seen there's a crowd, those thousands of agents surrounded actually get out her house. They are putting the blame directly on Mamta Banerjee's door as it were. Can that actually happen? Can a chief minister be uh, blamed for a scheme like this? Isn't that unfair? The left attack on her also unfair in that sense because the point being raised by Shoghutur on the Trinamool is true. When the left was in power, it's not that they cracked down on any of these groups. The other groups within West Bengal who are also under the scanner now. This is the Trinamool Congress leader and leader like Shoghutur should have asked why the meeting was held in Trinamool Bhavan instead of writers building to sort out the problem. Why people are going to Mamta Banerjee? Because this Mamta Banerjee's image as a symbol of truth because she is created by these cheat funds funded, cheat fund funded channels and media people. So it was a convergence of interest, the political interest of Mamta Banerjee and the economic interest of Sarda Group like cheat funds, and that's why people are blaming because they have give, given credence. The MPs, MLAs, ministers after ministers. The minister, you have that footage. Minister is saying the government is firmly behind Sarda Group, Sudip Tosen. Here is a symbol of how a drop of water can become an ocean. So you do invest, we are with them. Mamta Banerjee says, I want to make Switzerland in North Bengal and Sudip Tosen will make this Switzerland. So all these developmental projects and for the land were given to this trust. This, this fund, this cheat fund company and cheat fund company was just using this for their advertisement purpose. Now you, you have a Trinamool Congress MP who is saying we have just charged appearance fee to appear in the function of the Trinamool uh, cheat fund company. So if the MPs and MLAs and ministers just take political bribes to sponsor and promote this cheat fund, this is what is bound to happen. And now they are blaming each other but it is not a question of political blame game. You see the tears of the investors. No, and you see how Bengal is bleeding Let and how these people are just sinking I think the point on tears of investors is true. You already had one suicide. You had other people talking about how they are willing to uh, risk suicide to get their money back. This is literally the difference in life and death for so many people. There is a human impact, there is a political impact and they are gherawing Mamta Banerjee. They don't accept this argument that the state government has nothing to do with it. Mamta Banerjee said yesterday, how can I check the antecedents of all companies? But the fact is that the Sardar media arm was being used for political propaganda. You had a Trinamool MP as the media head CEO. There was, it was being used. So how can you disassociate the media group from the, uh, from the multiple uh, marketing scheme group? It is impossible to do. Uh -huh. हर हर पेंटिंग है एसोसिएशन स्पीकर कम टू गो हेड मिस्टर शोकतर रॉय बाय 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 एसोसिएशन यू कैन नॉट पिन द ब्लेम ऑन एनीबॉडी व्हाई आई एम सेइंग दैट चीफ मिनिस्टर कैन नॉट टेक द रिस्पांसिबिलिटी बिकॉज़ एस ऑफ नाउ देर इज नो लॉ under which the state government can take possession of the assets. One has to go to the High Court in a public interest litigation and ask the High Court to seize all the properties of this Sharada group and to see that these are liquidated and the depositors are paid back money. This is what happened to the Sanchaita investment in uh, the 80s. Now what the point I am trying to make is that the government was in power for 34 years they were not able to pass the legislation in 34 years to control or ban the schemes all the regulators as i mentioned are in the hands of the central government the state government has done please listen to me the the power the state government had was to arrest this diabolical person called Sudipto Shen along with his girlfriend or whatever in Kashmir. He will be taken to Calcutta. He will be properly quizzed and then 
and sources within sebi are telling us that there's been absolutely no response either from the state government or from the police in west bengal uh, to try and crack down on some of these schemes now they wrote uh, to sharda as way back as december 2011 issuing it a show cause notice uh, which is the first time that they informed uh, the state government about the fact that there was something wrong uh, with this particular uh, company in addition to that Uh, and this is in fact more worrying than sharda we're obsessed about sharda right now because it's in the news uh, but there are total of nine such schemes uh, going on in west bengal which sebi believes are entirely illegal and are defrauding people amounting to a total of 7000 crores now the bigger scheme even bigger than sharda is something called rose valley uh, which has a number of tv channels as well as real estate assets they've in two separate schemes raised 1272 crores and 2900 crores so almost 5000 crores from the public now despite the fact that sebi has slapped them with a closure notice uh, they're fighting them out in courts they're saying the district courts in west bengal don't cooperate uh, so there's only that much that can do in addition to which they've listed six other schemes mps greenery uh, sun plant agro uh, the uh, the list goes on and on uh, schemes which they say are based entirely on fictitious assets uh the the directors once they start raising this kind of action uh, vanish they're not able to trace them and they say that they want much more cooperation from the state government they don't buy this argument that you need some special law there are enough provisions under the ipc as the sebi case has demonstrated to take action against any entity which is defrauding the public and so of course there's an element of buck passing perhaps the regulators passing the buck to the state government and vice versa but certainly i don't think the political leadership can wash its hands off uh, this this repeated instance of uh, schemes like this in uh, west bengal and i think now finally uh, this could be a wake up call for in fact finvasan is really worrying because that the points come up again and again that investors the people who are investing often daily wage laborers are not reading the fine print they're going back and shoguto roy that's frightening news really from shinwasan general how many more schemes just in west bengal operating like this if those shut down you're going to see many thousands more of investors out there asking uh, for their money back uh, threatening mm-hmm. to commit suicide no, what is uh, the mamta government now going no, to do all, all the, the mamta government will take the strongest possible that action against all uh, such schemes she has already announced formation formation of the sit special investigation team to go into this matter she is also going to appoint a judicial inquiry commission with a backup of financial where was the law where was the law find out the where was the law but 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 the thing is why for two years you have said there is no law now now you are doing all this sebi sebi announced a fine of 5000 crores on sahara why couldn't it do it with sarda earlier or rosewell earlier sebi is only given no, the report no but now that now that she has got this note said in 2011 it's named seven other schemes will the state government at least make sure that investors know or try to get their money back or that will again prompt some closure thing what will the state government no. do on these other schemes as prior warning already been given by no, sebi to you what will now they do it's a and wake the up state call government take and action against rosewell taking all possible action all possible action to bring these people to book and our general advice Nobody to people is that do not believe this in such the government is sponsored by kids central government the central government has a responsibility of informing the public today sachin pilot has said that they will advertise on the backs of uh, post office passbooks they should have done it a long time ago today But he has said that they, 
SMS should be sent to all people not to invest in Ponzi scheme. Why hasn't the central government done it so far? Why did not the earlier state government pass a proper legislation to be uh, enable the state government to confiscate the assets? There has been slippages all over, no point passing the buck. No point passing the buck, but he's drawing the final words, Mohammed Saleem, Om Prakash Mishra. Mohammed Saleem, the most worrying bit is that all these schemes are going into media channels. Media channels, why? To manipulate the political class? Why is everybody going into media channels there, especially in West Bengal? That's the most surprising thing. There's a host of dozens of channels and newspapers were bought or sponsored by these cheat funds just to buy political patronage. And the chief minister and the ministers and MLAs of the MPs of Trinamool Congress, they were directly benefited. They asked people to watch only those television channels which are sponsored by these cheat, cheat funds. They are only read those newspapers which are run by these cheat funds. That is how it's a mutual patronage. And now Sogotra is saying they are going to take action. They have stopped for two years a SEBI. We have already taken action. Shrinkarshan has said the matter of people's lives. Ryan Karanjewala, really a warning by Shrinivasan showing again. The need of the hour is what Mr. Roy said. The depositors, the agents should approach the High Court. They should get a freezing order, see that the, all the assets are frozen. And then ultimately, after everything, after the chaff is separated, all the assets can slowly be sold off. Or the state can approach the High Court as well. The state could, but it's more likely that the depositors will. And mm -hmm. the state will cooperate in any such thing. And at the moment, rather than bickering amongst themselves, the important thing is to save as much money as these people have for the depositors. So go ahead, get those assets frozen, and then take things one at a time. Sebi, in fact, news just breaking that Sebi already frozen Sarda reality and said that they have to pay back the investors within three months. That's their real estate hand, uh, bring. But let's see how this goes. Thank that you very much for joining one. me tonight. Let's see how this unfolds over the next few days. As I said, this threatening Mamta Banerjee at this point and her credibility with the people <coughs> of West Bengal. Let's see how she reacts. But let's move across now to the other big story tonight. And that's, of course, the news we reported of the Chinese incursion into Indian territory. Chinese troops setting up a tented post 10 kilometers within Indian territory in northern Ladakh. Today, a flag meeting, but no breakthrough. Nitin, so in that sense, uh, China certainly not blinking over this. And India a bit at a loss of what to actually do next because they can't really... Uh, ramp up the whole uh, pressure at this point in a, with a high level visit coming up next month also with the fact that how far can India really go here who's going to blink first that's right. In fact, uh, India has very little option but to continue with negotiations, uh, Sonia, and uh, also try and persuade the Chinese to go back. Uh, as you rightly said, uh, these high-level visits are coming up. Also, an Indian military delegation is right now in Beijing mm -hmm. trying to uh, work out the dates for the uh, joint military exercise sometime later this year. But that apart, uh, today's meeting was inconclusive in the sense that the Chinese refused to accept that they are in the Indian territory. The mm -hmm. Indians said, no, you are. Uh, they said, you go back, and India proposed that. Uh, the status quo as uh, that uh, as it existed on uh, before 15th of April should be uh, restored and uh, therefore uh, the Chinese must go back. The Chinese uh, seem to be uh, unhappy with India's infrastructure building well in depth, uh, uh, well, uh, well inside the line of actual control and also India's new pattern of patrolling along the line of uh, actual yes. control is what uh, we have been told. Um, is there going to be another meeting, flag meeting between the brigadiers? Not yet clear. Uh, but uh, right. uh, nobody, neither side uh, apparently wants this to be uh, escalated beyond uh, the local level at which they are talking right now. Uh -huh. uh, maybe one more step up uh, with diplomats uh, can happen uh, in the next few days. But right now, situation under control, tense, uh, alarming. Uh, but uh, it, it's, a, it's a matter of concern, but not very alarming is what uh, has been described to me by military officials as well as diplomats in Delhi. So Nitin Gokhli, thanks so much. Uh, you're in Leo, of course, and uh, trekking up to as uh, close as you can get as the army lets you. But thanks so much for being there and giving us uh, that perspective.